0: Now, Jason, I wonder if we could turn now more specifically to the Howard Arkley retrospective. Could you explain to us who initiated this exhibition and and why?
1: I initiated the exhibition soon after Howard Arkley passed away in 1999 because the NGV represents his work quite well. Uh, He was an important Melbourne artist. One of our mandates or one of our aims here at the NGV is to have a good representation in our exhibitions program of important artists working out of Melbourne. And Howard Arkley uh, was a senior figure and an important artist, and it w- it's right that the NGV should organise a retrospective of his work.
0: We'd be interested to know if you could describe the stages of preparation and planning necessary to put together a major retrospective exhibition such as this.
1: Well, look, I'll summarise the, the different stages because exhibitions, retrospective exhibitions are planned over several years, and there are many different actions and activities that have to take place. Basically, let me let me summarise the the stages this way. One, we had an agreement from Howard Arkley's estate and his family that we could organise the exhibition and that they would participate in the organisation with us. So everyone's on the same page there. Two, we begin to develop a list of works we want for the exhibition. So we develop our ideal list and then three we find the owners of those works. Now, those owners may be public collections and other museums. They may be private collectors living anywhere in Australia. Four, we send out loan letters to those. Once we've decided that, yes, this is the list of works we want, and the list of works is, is the result of a lot of research. Howard Arkley produced many hundreds of paintings, but this exhibition only contains around 130 works, so we've refined it down. We send out loan letters, people respond and then our registration department, the registration department is responsible for the movement of all works of art into and out of the building. They then go into their organisational mode and they take delivery of the works and organise all of the loan agreements. We begin to work with the design team and the exhibition design team to build the spaces and organise the spaces for the exhibition and then finally the works arrive and they're installed according to our plans. And meanwhile, we're writing the catalogue, we're developing the multimedia programmes, we're developing all of the public lecture series and we're working on the marketing campaign. So it all happens concurrently.
0: And what are some of the difficulties you have encountered in curating this particular exhibition?
1: Well, I I guess the greatest difficulty is that the the, the artist isn't here and that's a great shame and a tragedy for all of us. But, you know, we live and we die. The greatest difficulty, I think, has been limiting the exhibition to the 130-odd works that we have because there was, there's a lot more out there. But we didn't want the exhibition to be repetitive. Mm-hmm. And the difficulty with any exhibition is just signing off on that final list of works. It you must know, be agonising. Is, this is, this is yeah. it. This, yeah. is, this has to be it.
0: Sure. Are there any works that you particularly wanted to have, key works in the exhibition that you were unable to obtain for any reason?
1: Uh, look, the only work, again, I said before that being a curator in, it involves a degree of detective work. You have to seek things out because artists produce work over periods of time. They sell that work. It changes hands. It becomes uh, an object on the, in the marketplace. And Howard Arkley's works have either stayed in collections for long periods of time or in recent years there's been quite a circulation of them through different private collections and public collections. And one of the, I think, the only disappointment for me is that we have tried to find a very early house picture and we haven't been able to locate that right things disappear and um, they come to light a lot of really wonderful things have come to light I made one phone call at ten to five on a Friday afternoon and ticked off six question marks on my list in ten <laughs> minutes and it was a great way to finish the week one <gasps> collector knew imagine. where six things were and it was just it was fabulous.
0: As you can say, I'm understanding more and more what you mean about the need to be a good, tenacious detective in this line of work.